0: Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. More than anything on earth, I need a friend like Mark Ingram to promote my YouTube channel, Perna. MVP front runner. If anybody else gotta say something different about that, then come see me. Yeah. I'm right here in Be More outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. I'm about that. Whoop. Big trust. Woo woo. Lamar Jackson <laughs> in Big the flesh. Big yes, sir. <laughs> Big trust. Big trust? I always hope to in Herit one of those magically from a rich, dead family member that I did not know existed. Some of the most interesting plays happened in the stands this weekend. For as much punk rock as I listened to in high school, I never knew Fat Mike of NoFX was a Colts fan. I also didn't know everyone's Aunt Doris was an angry Vikings fan. And even though Quentin Nelson didn't score a touchdown, he executed the best keg stand without beer I have ever seen. The Colts without Jacoby Brissett were like a keger without any fucking beer. They win today, and we got plenty of Allen news. No, Miles Garrett didn't try to fix a quarterback's head with an Allen wrench, but both Josh Allens played well, Kyle Allen played Cam Newton right out of Chicago and back to Carolina. NFL Sunday football recaps. Whoa, whoa. Us. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Ever see an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50 plus fit combinations, Untuck it shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And their website is so easy, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small, relaxed style of your own, Untuckit is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code blue for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code blue for 20% off. The Jets beat the Potatoes 34-17. And if it looks like players are entering the gates of hell, it's because they are. That's what being a Washington Redskin Potato game. is. It is hell. What is hell? Well, it's making the Jets look like a great football team. Something the NFC East does better than anyone else in 2019. The Redskin Potato seem to have the support of the fans who obviously haven't been paying attention this season or those who forgot to sell their tickets and can't come up with something better to do with their time Sam Darnold had the best game of his season with a 121.3 QB rating four touchdown passes and just one interception but that was a courtesy to the Skins defense so they all didn't go home and kill themselves due to shame Darnold is only 22 years old so I think we can still call him a rookie until he's 23 And I think Dwayne Haskins is on a level playing field with Josh Rosen in terms of the men I feel sorry for the most in the NFL. He took a 20-yard loss before intentionally grounding the football. Talk about adding insult to injury. As in, it's insulting to make that many mistakes without being injured. Haskins is one self-inflicted concussion away from being inducted into the Redskin Potatoes Ring of Honor. And as a guy who believed... He would one day play in the NFL. I can spot dilution from a mile away. After this Robbie Anderson touchdown, there was one Jets fan wearing a Jets helmet in the stands, just waiting for enough injuries so he could yell to Adam Gase, This is regulation coach. Put me in. I'm ready to go. Now, Jamal Adams is out to prove that almost trading him to Dallas was a stupid fucking idea. Three sacks later, and I can't tell who Jamal Adams hates more, the Jets or Washington. It's probably still the Jets, but three sacks for a safety has to be close to an NFL record. The Colts beat the Jags 33-13. This was the return of Big Dick Nick, and Jacoby I Need a Penis themed nickname Brissette. Brissett was bigger in this affair, but it was nice to see Nick Foles back on the field. Uh, Every sack that Josh Allen gets makes me happy the Raiders didn't draft him. And now he has tied the Jags rookie record with eight sacks. Another great rookie on the Jags team is wide receiver DJ Chark, who had two touchdowns and 104 yards in this loss. The Colts were a better team for the entire game, and I think that's a testament to how well Jacoby Brissett has played this year. Everything works better when he's on the field. Specifically, the run game with the season-high 264 ground yards for Indy. Uh, Would have been 266 if Brian fucking Hoyer didn't lose two yards in this game. Brissett's lone touchdown pass on an otherwise pedestrian passing day was very impressive. He's ready to play Deshaun Watson by becoming Deshaun Watson and extending plays longer than Andrew Luck played in the league. The bad news for the Colts is that running back Marlon Mack, after a 109 yard rushing performance with 7.8 yards per carry, broke his hand in this game and definitely will not play Thursday against the Texans in a battle for first place in the AFC South. The good news Jonathan Williams outrushed Mack on one less carry with 116 yards and an 8.9 average. Big surprise, a guy with the last name Williams is awesome at rushing the football. The Bills beat the Dolphins. No surprise here. The Miami Dolphins have been called special this year, but never in a positive way. Today, the word special can be celebrated by Miami as they recovered an onside kick. Not only that, but it was recovered by their kicker. The kicker himself did it, which may be one of the most impressive plays and rarest plays in sports. Miami also returned a kick for a touchdown. Jakeem Grant takes it the distance, 101 yards right before halftime. Now, both of those plays happened within two minutes, but we're basically awash because after the onside kick... Allen Hearns, who I swore was Brock Osweiler for a second, fumbled the ball away to the Bills. That fumble set up a Dawson Knox touchdown. So you had an onside kick recovered, uh, a fumble, and then a touchdown by the Bills, and then a kick return for 101 yards by the Dolphins. Now, Josh Allen was the best quarterback Allen today, and it wasn't even close. But he was also the only Allen today... To face the Dolphins defense. He had a rushing touchdown, 3 passing touchdowns, and 0 interceptions. And Josh Allen hasn't thrown a pick since week 5 against the Titans. Now He's doing this at a much slower pace than Lamar Jackson, but I am happy to see Josh Allen proving my dumbass wrong this season. This is the face of a man who knows he was the best at being an Allen today, which is why he deserves to celebrate his best career game by going full baby and dirty dancing his way into the safest arms in the league those of Jordan Swayze Phillips. I had the time of my life, and who it'll The Ravens continue to put up more than 40 points, this time against the Texans, who only got seven. This was the worst loss by far in Deshaun Watson's career. Prior, he'd only lost by eight points in the NFL, but I applaud his ability to look impressive even while getting sacked. Rarely will you see a sack and think, damn, that's a pretty good QB. Texans fans should be somewhat upset by the lack of competent officiating in this game. It's hard to be a competitive team when you're constantly trying to pull the referee's knife out of your back. The Ravens, though, are a more complete team who know how to put on a show before the game. During the game. Oh, good cut by Ingram. Touchdown, Ravens. And after that game, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Trust. I do love the body by Taco Bell reference happening again. Matthew Judon, body built by Taco Bell. Perfect for this game where the Texans played like what Taco Bell does to our intestines. The only way to stop Hopkins from blossoming in your secondary, besides pass interference, is a gardening shovel or an early frost. Lamar Jackson has won head-to-head matchups with Russell Wilson now, Tom Brady, and Deshaun Watson. He's leading his team to victories every week while also providing us with the most impressive quarterback highlights every single damn week. 222 passing yards today, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, because when all of his receivers are covered, he doesn't try and force passes as he'll just run for 86 yards on the day. Running backs Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards both had huge days, three touchdowns between them, and Edwards had 112 rushing yards on top of Jackson's 86. Sure, it was a 63-yard garbage-time touchdown with RG3 in the game, but still, technically the Texans could have tried to tackle him at some point. Cowboys beat the Lions 35-27, and the Lions wore their white to weigh jerseys at home for the first time since 1970. And for all of the laundry-related mystics out there, there's not a good reason for doing that, because they lost. The Cowboys did the same shit on Sunday night and lost to the Vikings. If you don't respect the laundry, you deserve to fucking lose! Now the Lions, they got off to a great start with a touchdown on the ground from Bo Scarborough, who was last seen getting yelled at by Nick Saban and always makes me think of Simon and Garfunkel. What you may not remember is that Bo Scarborough got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, who have promised to turn things around more times than a dad driving a minivan full of angry eight-year-olds who can't charge their iPhones. Michael Gallup reminded Lions fans that even when coverage is good, there's no stopping a multi-sport athlete who can play volleyball with himself. The Cowboys do always make games interesting, and they don't get enough credit for that. I'm never bored watching a Cowboys game. It doesn't matter if it's an opposing team's quarterback who is still frail and weak from a battle with mono, or if it's one of several quarterbacks who played poorly for Will Muschamp at Florida. Jeff Driscoll, Jacoby Brissett, hell, Bob Costas with a bout of pink eye would give the Cowboys a run for their money. <laughs> Zeke Elliott knows the importance, though, of becoming an NFL meme as he imitated Dak's hip thrusts. And what does Jerry Jones think of this? Well, oh, he likes it. He likes it a lot. He likes what he sees and he would like to do some butt-sucking. blood suck. What Either way, she would suck. The Cowboys uh, get the win and really are the minivans of the NFL. Very, very popular, despite everyone making fun of how dumb they look. Jason Garrett is now one of only five coaches in NFL history to coach more than 145 games for one team. The only one with the worst record than Garrett is Marvin Lewis. Congrats on the win, coach. Like Varys in Game of Thrones, you've somehow made this far without any balls. And for that, I salute you. Falcons blow out the Panthers 29-3. to 3. That's two weeks in a row, Atlanta. We see it. Kyle Allen, Luke Keekley, and Christian McCaffrey star in The Whitest Kids You Know. And like that show got canceled for no good reason Christian McCaffrey was four catches away from passing LaDainian Tomlinson for most catches in the first three seasons of his career at 238 McCaffrey at 11 today and is now the most prolific pass catching back in NFL history through his first three seasons former Falcon and a 34-yard game and on the end around it's Christian Bale and Christian Bale good pursuit Christian Blake, that is. QB Matty Ice moves into 10th all-time passing, which honestly isn't as impressive as a punt return going the distance and not being called back for whatever penalty the officials invent with their LSD-ridden brains. Now, a question that has plagued NFL analysts and scientists alike this weekend, what is Kyle Allen doing? I have a theory. Kyle Allen is doing what all great scout team quarterbacks do— Prepare the Falcons for their big matchup next week against Jameis Winston by throwing as many interceptions as possible. The Falcons... Really, really prepared to play Jameis Winston now. Also, who in Carolina thought Luke Keekly on Julio Jones was an ideal matchup? This gives you insight into how the Falcons were up 20-0 at half in this game. Maybe the NFL is just correcting itself. Reserve quarterbacks are throwing four interceptions in a game, and the Falcons are playing the way we all thought the Falcons would, dating back to the start of the 2018 season. Calvin Ridley's fifth touchdown of the season gave the Falcons a 26-0 lead. And unbeknownst to Ridley, made a sole connection with one Colts fan that will last a lifetime. Which, by the looks of that guy, might not be that long. Saints 34, Tampa Bay 17. The Saints and Drew Brees were looking to bounce back from that loss to the Falcons and a $150 million Advocare settlement that has given Drew Brees more than enough financial incentive to keep playing at a high level for another decade. Never. Try and catch a pass with the small of your back, Tampa Bay. That's for tattoos that let the boys know you sleep around. It's really strange to see a man named OJ in the NFL not catch all the breaks, in addition to the ball. When they say a QB has touch, this is not what they mean, Drew Brees. And when they say throw the football, this is not what they mean, Jameis Winston. I do love the camaraderie in the NFL, whether it's Breeze with Thomas or O.J. Howard trying to take the heat off of Winston's four-pick performance with one of the worst catches we've ever seen. Is it safe to say that Jameis Winston is a bad quarterback? No. Hold the phone because he is actually better than Patrick Mahomes after doing this left handed pass. Whoever completes a pass with their left hand most recently is the best. I didn't write that rule, Chris Collinsworth did, but we must obey it. And Drew Brees did not reach the top of the Advocare pyramid by losing to shitty teams in the NFC South. No, he did so by being a cold blooded capitalist who will do whatever it takes. And that means completely destroying any and all hope Bucks fans who aren't too drunk to understand how bad their team is had. Credit Bruce Arians for not benching Jameis Winston to strengthen his position atop to the list of most prolific turnover machines in the history of the NFL. And those are your early NFL Sunday games. Please subscribe here on YouTube. We got NFL news and recap videos almost every damn day. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. And make sure you follow at TJ Carpenter Show. Huge help. TJ helping me write these early Sunday game episodes. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.